0: This is the podcast Acting for Sustainability. Sustainability. Our goal is to help you raising your awareness in your everyday life decisions regarding consumption and production. Hello
1: everybody to our podcast Acting for Sustainability. Here are Sarah, Loon and Karina. Today's topic, second-hand shops in Kallstadt. Prefer the old and used to the new. And where is that possible? For example, at the Red Cross shop in the city center of Kalstad. There you can easily buy second hand stuff like clothes, books, household goods, or electronic devices. Today we have the pleasure of introducing the head of the Red Cross second hand shop, Alice Deran. Hello, Alice. Thank you so much for coming today. We are really happy.
2: Thank you for having me.
1: So, our first question could you present yourself briefly and tell us what you do?
2: Yes, so my name is Alice Sehan, as you said, and uh, I am the shop manager of the calstar Secondhand Red Cross shop. Um, yeah, I arrived in Sweden three years ago, almost four years, and uh, I've been shop manager since 2019, so almost two years.
1: And how did you come to the Red Cross second-hand shop? Uh,
2: when I moved to Sweden, I wanted to learn Swedish, uh, so I went to the um, courses for beginners. Uh, but it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't a lot of time spent speaking Swedish, and so I wanted to meet new people and and expand my knowledge of. The language so i decided why not volunteer now that i have time because uh, i was only studying and working part-time as a teacher at that time and so and so i started volunteering four hours a week at the shop and then um, there was a possibility for me to be employed there uh, and to take care of uh, the textile clothes side of the shop so i started there And uh, quite soon, the manager at that time changed uh, jobs uh, and so I was asked, naturally, if I could take over. So I stopped being a teacher Mm -hmm. and uh, I became a manager. (laughs) That's great. Great.
1: So about your business model at the second hand shop. How do you finance
2: yourself? Okay, Uh, so our business model is um, so that we are part of the Red Cross organization, which is a worldwide uh, organization, and so um, we are financed by um, membership of people who give money every month for every year to the red cross also people who give money in the uh, in forms of donations and um, and so the things that we sell are donations so it is donation based Uh, the only things that cost money in the shop is the rent the electricity and the two people who work there full-time so me and my colleague Evangelia Uh, but apart from that we don't have any other costs because we work with volunteers and uh, people who have internships Uh, so yeah right now we have 20-25 people who work with us and so each and every one do like I did when I started, so coming four hours a week to work at the shop. And who are your volunteers? It's different kinds of people. We used to work before Corona. We used to work a lot with mainly women, Swedish women aged 70 and over. So we used to work with 35, 40 people, but then Corona stroke <laughs> and so uh, they had to stay home for a while and we, we recruited more of um, those kind of people that we didn't have so, much, so many of. Uh, so students, younger people, people who are maybe not working at the moment or, uh, or who have maybe some difficulties interacting with other people in other circumstances so in the shop we have different kinds of volunteers so it's volunteers regular people who have some time over and want to come and and give time or you have also people who are at school in what we call so the school for people with special needs and they need to have an internship Uh, we can also have people who are I'm translating from Swedish, but away from the market. So they come with, uh, they've been unemployed for a long time. And so they need uh, an internship to maybe learn new things or see that uh, it's okay with working hours and how it is. Uh, Yeah, Um, it can be anything. So, So everyone has their own story and their own reason to be here.
1: And do you recruit at the moment
2: yes right now we recruit so please go on our social media (laughs) and uh, if you have four uh, four hours a week that you want to spend with us then we'll be very happy to welcome you yeah
1: because sarah and me we also want to join you (laughs) you're welcome and you will next week (laughs) yeah maybe some of you can see us the next weeks there probably yes Mm -hmm.
2: <laughs> I'll make sure that you can be seen. <laughs> <laughs> does, yeah.
1: How do you get the used things like clothes, books and electronics? Can
2: people drop them off directly at your shop? Yes. Um, so at Red Cross, we take donations directly in the shop. Uh, There are other organizations that uh, have containers um, outside uh, and you can live in the containers, but it's not the case with us. So everything that you see in the shop has uh, come directly through the door, Mm -hmm. Uh, sometimes in small bags, small paper bags or big plastic bags or uh, uh, boxes. So, yeah. We have to be to react quite quickly when things come. Mm-hmm. yeah,
1: because um what do you do with all these things? Right? Because you can't um
2: keep everything. So um, two different uh, working areas. Uh, in the shop, we have the kitchen where we separate everything that is books, DVDs. Uh, porcelain and so on things for home uh, we bring in the kitchen and this is also the place where we have our office and also the place where we have lunch so mm-hmm. these things need to be uh, priced very quickly and put directly in the shop so we sort out um, what we can have in the shop and what we can't uh, sell because it is in in a bad condition or it is broken then it goes to we we recycle it as everyone in sweden does Mm -hmm. Uh, we sort out paper with paper metal uh, electronics so everything goes um, yeah but we're working right now on becoming better at fixing electronic devices for example so that we can sell them right now we don't have really the knowledge or the right volunteers, should I say, who can fix electronic devices. So we have some um, people uh, in our group who work on uh, computers to so that we can, we can reinstall things and, and, and clean them and, and then we can sell them for a small price. So that's quite nice, but we would like to do more of this. Mm. Uh, when it comes to clothes, then we have a lot of space um, downstairs under the shop. So the whole area of the shop that downstairs is filled with uh, next season's clothes. So, yeah, uh, we received a bigger amount of donations now and the last year, because we think it's because people were home and they were cleaning mm. their homes. So, so, we got a lot of um, of clothes, so the idea is that we are keeping them right now as much as we can uh so that we can sell them later because the market is uh, secondhand, second hand is is very good right now. we sell quite well, people donate a lot, people buy a lot, so they mm. get rid of clothes a lot, as you know so uh so yeah, it, it is good for us. <laughs> uh, but we have this idea with my boss, Therese, that maybe in five years it won't be as flourishing as it is today. So we want to be ready and be sure that we can still exist in five years.
1: Mm. What yeah. do you mean with not flourishing? It's that you think that secondhand um, buying is now very
2: famous? Yes. But exactly. not in five years. Yeah, we don't know. Uh, if. I, I think that uh, fortunately people become more and more aware that sustainability has to play a big role in their life. So maybe people will buy less, hopefully, or mm-hmm. buy better quality and keep and mend the clothes that they have. Um, so maybe they will be less prone to donate things maybe people will stop buying fast fashion <laughs> who yeah, knows
0: hopefully <laughs> yeah hopefully yeah so that could also be a good thing then like maybe mm. not for the red cross itself for the shops but in general for
2: sustainability mm. of course but the yeah. business model we're based on is based on the society we live in now if yeah. second hand is so popular it's it's good to buy second hand i myself buy only second hand clothes and things but I know that it was born from this system that was created by fast fashion, yeah. so yeah, yeah. And when do you think
3: um second hand shopping became so famous?
2: I don't know as i as we said last time when I started buying second hand now now I'm old, but I was maybe twelve, thirteen years old, so it was in the nineties, and for me secondhand was only vintage secondhand equals vintage and in my heart (laughs) it still does Um, however we see more and more fast fashion uh, creeping in the secondhand shop and it is also what people are looking for Uh, it's a lot of people now who at least in sweden who are for example looking for a shirt, but they will buy second hand as a first choice. So first they go, mm-hmm. they come to the shop, to the second hand shop to see if they, they they can find what they need. If they find it fine, very good, they buy second hand. If they don't, then they will go uh, further to H&M or Lindex. Mm-hmm. But there, there is this uh, idea to buy second hand as a first choice mm-hmm. that is more and more popular. Probably
3: because it's more affordable for people because it's less expensive. Mm-hmm. Also, yeah.
2: I think also it's good quality. We mm-hmm. we receive a lot of clothes that are actually from very good brands. So for uh, less money than H and M, you get uh, you get better quality. So you will keep it maybe mm-hmm. longer, depending on the state you you got the item of clothing. But yeah. Mm.
1: And how do you decide how much a product should cost? If you say there are a lot of designer clothes, maybe it's not so easy to decide in the end.
2: Yes, it depends on um, the market. So we have charts with prices because also it's um, maybe eight or 10 different people, different volunteers or me who put prices on the clothes or on the things that we have at the shop so we have to work in the same direction so that we get the same prices Uh, but we have charts depending on which brand the item of clothing is and and which item of clothing it is so we will have um, low quality medium or high quality or exclusive Um, and so we decided on different prices uh, and we considered what the market was how much does a t-shirt uh, from lindex cost okay it costs maybe 89 kronor so we will take f- a third of the price let's say 30 and then if it's a better if it's better quality then we will take uh, 50 kronor and then 70 and so we have to differ- differentiate the different brands and yeah you have to know your brand <laughs> <laughs> and how big is your own wardrobe oh <laughs> <laughs> um not so big it's a walk-in closet i have to say <laughs> 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 no but I, I i i like vintage i i love vintage i love uh, uh fabrics and quality and uh, yeah it's uh something that runs in my family Mm -hmm. um so yeah
1: (laughs) what do you wish people would do about their behavior towards
2: sustainability so we've been talking about this with my colleague evangelia and with therese and um i don't know i i i wish everyone take their own responsibility. So I I wish I find myself what I could do to be more sustainable every day. Uh, I think that's enough. But other people, we thought maybe it's important to, if you buy something, go for quality, buy something that will last, Uh, read the labels get to know your labels, how you wash your stuff, because we see so many clothes that, especially, that are um, from, yeah, that don't cost a lot of money and then they look good uh, the first times that people wear them and then they lose their shape very quickly because, yeah, it's not easy to to wash them properly or to take care of them or or it just is impossible because the material is so bad so yeah read the labels <laughs> go vegan i don't know <laughs> <laughs> this has nothing to do with secondhand. <laughs> so and
0: um yeah yeah question now so what are the clothes or the uh, materials you mostly get is there like a pattern like some kind of fast
2: fashion you mentioned yeah it's more and more a fast fashion Though we are always quite surprised that some people really take time and, um, uh, and want to donate clothes that are really good brands. We get a lot of Ralph Lauren, for example. Real. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Not always fake. <laughs> <laughs> we got a lot of uh, yeah, Turkish and from Thailand also. Oh. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, we get a lot of, of good, very good stuff gant for example the, the best yeah. tiger of sweden mm-hmm. a lot um, so so that's quite nice that people really thought okay this is going to be transformed into money so that red cross can be there when it's war situation or emergency situation so that's amazing mm-hmm. yeah. um but yeah uh, what do we see we see a lot of fast fashion also um, sometimes you can go, you you take a little stroll in the city, and what you see in the window, in the shop window of H and M, then you will find the exact same things in our shop at the same time. Mm. So that's quite.
3: This, <laughs> this shows how fast things go because they're mm. still in the mm. shops uh, windows, and you can find them already at the second hand. Mm. It's
2: crazy. And I think and I don't know, you maybe you know, but I think they receive new clothes every other day mm-hmm. at H and M. So it 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 goes even faster. There's no seasons anymore. Yeah. There's the trends it's it's multiple trends all the time, feeding people every week so that they want more. Mm-hmm. So like every week is new season kind yeah, of. Yeah, exactly.
1: Can you also see differences between France and Sweden? What was your first impression as you arrived here? My
2: first impression when I arrived here was, wow, the second-hand market is crazy. <laughs> and I thought that um, um, I went w- with my boyfriend. Uh, we went to what is called Loppis. So it's like um, people selling their own things secondhand and I thought but the quality of the porcelain and it was really nice stuff for very cheap I thought it was amazing um, I was used um, selling things or buying things at the secondhand markets on Sunday morning where you have mm-hmm. to be if you want to find something you have to be there at five o'clock uh, with the antique shops and things and I was Used to um, go to Emmaüs as well, where you had piles of clothes on the floor, and and you had to find the thing. so this is, <laughs> this is my culture, <laughs> <laughs> looking for stuff on a pile on the floor at five o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. So when I saw how the state of secondhand here, I thought, well, that's very interesting. It's, it was too much for me. To comprehend <laughs> <laughs> at the first time, but but now I got the hang of it. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Also, when we arrived, I think we we yeah we were really amazed by how much secondhand shops yeah. are here and mm-hmm. how good quality and yeah yeah we bought quite some things. <laughs> we <laughs> we we're really not f- used to it. <laughs>
2: yeah. It's it's just. Uh, where I come from, I don't know if it's the same for you. who Come from France as well, but we we don't. If you buy porcelain, you you, you won't change. You buy it for life, mm-hmm. and you buy quality yeah. because if you buy IKEA, it's if you don't have, yeah, the means, or if you choose to buy IKEA, it's supposed to last until it breaks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but here, some people change their por- porcelain. Mm-hmm. Uh, and i was amazed when i saw that some people change their wallpaper which was something i've never thought of why would you change your wallpaper <laughs> so it's just it can be a trend and and i thought it was frightening uh yeah changing your uh, curtains is something i've never thought of or uh yeah unless if you're the queen or something <laughs> why would you change your curtains but people rede- redecorate a lot they change things yes. so yeah that was new to me Um, yeah but maybe it has changed in France as well I don't know maybe it's more and more like this maybe people yeah buy more and change more because mm-hmm. things I think the, the last five ten years it really has changed at least uh, fast fashion when when it comes to clothes people buy awfully more <laughs> Mm. than they used to Mm. yeah but for me as
3: a french point of view as well i think here in sweden it looks like people give way more value to secondhand things they buy than in france and even in big cities in france there are not so many secondhand shops
2: at all yeah interesting point of view i i yeah i think in france you have the um, yeah, second hand uh, and uh, the market side yeah. uh, and you have also antiques. Yeah. Uh, so that's two different things. As uh, And here, antiques and second hand, sometimes I think the, the limit, I- it's mm-hmm. a bit closer. Uh, it's still good things in second hand. I think in Germany,
1: the second hand market is flourishing right now. It starts but it's not so big as here in Sweden <laughs> that's clear yeah
2: i wonder when it all started in Sweden we we need a design yeah, historian history of dis- second hand <laughs> shops because <Yeah. laughs> i think that uh i i see it with um everything that goes towards sustainability and i see it also with uh, eating Uh, with food in general. I think that Sweden is is five years ahead of France or Germany uh, because it's so easy to eat vegan in Sweden when it's sometimes difficult to find something vegetarian in France though it's better than it was 20 years ago so it's happening. So you are vegan? Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm vegan at home and Mm -hmm. I'm doing my best Mm-hmm. So, that was the question about uh, what is my latest unsustainable action. So I had a hot chocolate yesterday. <laughs> that was my yeah, yeah. Because I'm vegan too, since
1: I'm here. <laughs> mm.
2: But it's, it's very easy in Sweden. Yeah. yeah,
1: it's very easy to be vegan, but
2: not to buy regional food. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And that's also something, as as a French person, that's also one of the questions I've had about locally produced or or at least not produced in India (laughs) or Mm. Egypt, so yeah.
1: Since when you've been aware of sustainability, in which years you would say you started to think about and change your behavior?
2: I became vegetarian 20 years ago. So I I would say, but we didn't, um, oh, I feel so old. We didn't talk about sustainability at Mm -hmm. that time. It didn't exist.
3: Mm
2: -hmm. Uh, We were, I don't know, doing stuff for the planet or the environment. But sustainability is kind of a new term, isn't it?
1: Yeah, because I think for the older ones, it's more a progress to thinking about sustainability
2: mm-hmm.
1: since my brother or so they growing up with thinking about all the time about sustainability
0: but for me and i don't know how it is for you it's more like a progress yeah, yeah regarding sweden which is also said before i really feel like here it's so normalized um, because they are mm-hmm. so far ahead way from other countries in sustainability that mm-hmm. barely notice it anymore because it's just normal like mm-hmm. it's Normal to recycle super much, and um uh, yeah all the buildings and in supermarket and like second hand shops that I think also when we will go home back from our Erasmus, we have to get used to again that people are really not aware of it, also here everyone is like logical that they know about it and they do things about it,
2: and um yeah, yeah it gets so normal that mm. you almost forget it. <laughs> But it's generational as well. Because I remember when I started buying second hand, I was interested in art and fashion. And so, uh, yeah. Um, And also, I never want to spend my money. (laughs) That's something about me. I don't like it. I have to admit. Uh, But my mom was, I remember, she was telling me, oh, you can't buy dead people's clothes. It's terrible. (laughs) You can't do that. And I thought it was quite cool to buy dead, dead people's clothes. Because... because they have a history yeah (laughs) exactly it was yeah
1: it's Um, like um it's the same with books i love secondhand mm. books because they also they always have a history behind it sometimes there are also some written notes Mm. or something like this in it and i love this
2: exactly
0: (laughs) yeah Yeah, also like it's way more if you get something secondhand that it somehow it's has more personality
2: Mm. But yeah, it's, uh, we were talking about it the other day when you came by at the shop. When we recruited you <laughs> <laughs> unwillingly <laughs> and dragged you. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, um, but uh, we were saying that in, in Germany and in France, we, we came here in Sweden humbled by the politicians telling us oh you see in Sweden and in Scandinavia in general they are so green and so environmentally friendly and uh, we don't do enough and so yeah we were humbled saying okay let's let's go to Sweden and see do they recycle everything how do they do what do they do do that we don't do and then we realized that uh, sometimes not and uh, I took the bus to come here and uh, I was uh, going up the road and I saw that where there was a forest last year now there is nothing and they're building houses so um, uh, I think it's also the question of deforestation is quite important in Sweden so yeah. for example <laughs> yeah. and yeah. recycling you were talking about recycling but I, I think that if you want in Germany it's you recycle even more than people do here in Sweden. So there's nothing to be ashamed of, really. Yeah, we recycle a lot of but
1: it seems to be more here because also at, at the university there are so many different recycling boxes and yeah in this in this huge mm. thing we don't have it in Germany.
2: Mm. So But yeah. then you you said that Yeah, it's a lot of locally produced and a lot of effort to have small shops and here everything is at the supermarket. Yeah, the regional products, they're very good, especially Mm. where I am from in Bavaria.
1: We have so much regional foods and sometimes I prefer these more than the fake vegan food sometimes because I don't like to eat uh, meat, what is only product in a chemical way and artificial and yeah but I think it's always the point of view from
2: each individual it's interesting because this has nothing to do with our topic but we were talking about um, vegan product here and I I with my boyfriend and I was saying that uh, there is less fat in vegan food in general than there is in um, regular food and he was saying but no, for example this that we bought there is palm oil in and I thought but no it's impossible I don't want to believe you because I don't even double check what vegan products have because I know that they don't use palm oil because they never do because it's not good because it's not good for the rainforest and then he showed me that there was actually palm oil in the products and he said see it's not more healthy to eat vegan um so for me it yeah it it has to be more healthy and locally mm-hmm. produced because it is vegan but it's not the case so yeah. Maybe just because we
3: see the word vegan and then we trust it so much because we idealize it Mm -hmm. because it's about sustainability and then Mm. we we become so blind and don't even check what's inside.
1: Yeah, because Mm -hmm. sometimes you have a look at the back and you see, oh my God, what is in there? It's Mm -hmm. uh, horrible sometimes. And then I don't buy the vegan chocolate. I don't buy the vegan meatballs or something like this.
2: I don't want to eat this because I don't Mm -hmm. know what is really exactly Mm. in it i think it's going to be one of the new challenges uh in the future uh what what is called i've learned greenwashing so trying to sell stuff to people who want to be more sustainable but selling it with the wrong intentions or Yeah, v- yeah the intention of profit of
0: course yeah at the end is just a new product mm-hmm. exactly it that like especially also uh, related to health it doesn't yeah mean like at all that it has to be more healthy to be vegan because you can have a really unhealthy diet um yeah even if you don't eat meat doesn't mean you're healthy but mm-hmm. and also um if you're not using meat which is really uh, good for sustainability but maybe they Produce it like really chemically, or way more water, other uh, products that are in another no way bad uh, for the environment. Yeah. yeah, that's also a big part.
1: Sustainable food and so on, mm. but also the green washing. There's also green washing in fashion. Mm. There are a lot of brands. They say, "Oh, we are so sustainable, and we do this and this mm-hmm. and this." And then, if you have a look really and try to find out what is their message and you can see okay maybe they're not so sustainable (laughs) yeah you want
2: to talk about (laughs) h&m and their conscious uh, t-shirt brand yeah yeah Yeah. right yeah there was a lot uh, there was also um, you could find boxes where you could actually so that you can get you you can feel good about shopping for more t-shirts at H&M. You could leave your old t-shirts in a box and they it would go to a charity. Though you didn't really know. Um, I looked a little bit. I don't know where it goes. Um, so, yeah, yeah, it's interesting also. Uh, I think it's interesting to think about why, why do people donate? What is behind this? Is it just this... Victorian idea of being charitable to give my old clothes to poor people in Africa? Or is it something else? Well, Mm -hmm. I think that's very interesting. Yeah, Uh, because what we do at Red Cross is getting, transforming donations into money so that we can help uh, in emergency situations. We don't send clothes. We never do it. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah. So it is a way of um, of giving. If you can't give time, uh, or if you don't want to, if you don't want to give time or money, then you can give clothes in forms of donations. So, yeah, it it's three the three possibilities to contribute to the work that we do. Yeah. but very special for the Red Cross secondhand shop is that you connect sustainability and sociability mm. in a way. Exactly. It's also one of the goals uh, of our organization to help people who are, how do you say in English, unwillingly alone Uh, or people who are outside of the society or people who have difficulties to communicate or to interact with other people in regular ways. And it's to make people come together and and get to know each other. And so that's that's a part of my job that is. Yeah, it's one of the most important parts of my job to make sure that uh, people come and have a good time and have some people who come to us. uh, It's the the only time of the week that they go outside. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. it's important that they think it's nice to it, it's not just about selling secondhand clothes so your first mm-hmm. goal is not making profit but helping other people and no <laughs> it's a first it's a non-profit organization yeah, so exactly. uh, we don't have um, clear lines of how much we need to um, what is the percentage of uh, benefit that we need every every year so uh, the more that we can get is the best, of course. But uh, the shop has been in Kalstar in the same shop, in the same um, place for more than 30 years. Uh, and it didn't make any profit until 2015. So I would say that was when secondhand really took up in Sweden, 2015, 2014. And then it started making profit. Um, yeah, and, and are so there good.
1: any specific plans for the future for the Red Cross? Um,
2: plans for the future is um, uh, to, to to survive after the crisis. <laughs> but I think we are going to survive. It's it's okay. Um, to stay where we are, or at least in the city center, uh, because for me and for people working with me uh, it's important to have a shop that people can access in the city center uh, so that i think it's important to have a lively city center uh, city center with life with people who go have coffee and and meet and go to the library and uh, yeah walk their dogs and stop at the second hand shop so that's that's the plan for the future and uh, we don't have plans for growing. We don't want to be bigger. We don't want to, to grow. But uh, so, yeah, stay the same. Get new volunteers. Uh, say goodbye to old volunteers and get some new. And uh, yeah, so that it continues like this. Because it's quite fun also. Mm-hmm. We started with the pandemic. My colleagues started uh, selling things on Tradera, that is the Swedish eBay. And so there was a campaign. We we talked to each other within the different shops in Sweden. And so uh, everyone decided to go on Tradera. Some shops uh, don't have the luxury like we do to have hire people working there, they have only volunteers. So if you take, for example, the shop in Molkom, 30 kilometers outside of Karlstad, or the shop in uh, Skoghal on the way to Hammare, it's only volunteers. So it opens just because people give their time. Uh, And I think it's quite amazing. Um, But uh, so those people, Usually, who are women who are 70 plus, retired women who still want to give some of their time, uh, those people weren't allowed to even be outside. So, mm-hmm. there was this idea that we could actually stay, uh, have some shops who couldn't stay open, they could be closed, and then they could sell a little bit more on the internet. Mm-hmm. So, but my colleague went also with it, even though the shop was never closed during last Mm -hmm. year it just went very smoothly Uh, so that was nice Uh, and so she started selling more and more on Tadeira and it went really well Mm -hmm. so we can reach uh, uh, the whole of Sweden uh, with our product and even sometimes Europe or we can also ship outside of Europe so it's it's quite nice because the first goal is to uh, have uh, our place in the circular economy of the city of Karlstad or of the region Vermland but it is um so so that's the first priority like you give your t-shirt and then your neighbor is going to buy it mm-hmm. um and and yeah that's that's very important in the sense that we don't receive uh, clothes from another country we don't ship our clothes to another country to sell them. It's really, to the strict sense, circular economy in the city of Karlstad. But for some things that have been uh, a long time in the shop and we don't find the right people to who are interested in them, then maybe uh, it can be a good idea to sell on the internet also. So we have also this side. And so this is something that we developed, particularly the last month last year mm.
1: so i can go to the second hand shop and maybe buy there a t-shirt which loon gave you the day before
2: yeah <laughs> <laughs> it could be like this
0: yeah. yeah that's great and are you still selling on this uh, web page
2: yes we sell first we take um object uh, the objects that we receive we take them in the shop but sometimes it is special pieces of clothing or antiques or an old lamp or something that cost a little bit more money Mm. so um, really particular things Uh, and then we put it in the shop and then after some weeks no one was interested here so then we decide to see if someone else is interested in Sweden and usually there is someone who is interested Maybe we already talked about it before
3: but We said that there is a lot of success to the shop and do you see this as a positive thing for the progress of sustainability
2: or what does it mean for you? It's a bit difficult. Um, In a perfect world, we shouldn't be here. (laughs) We shouldn't be discussing that. We should be running around and having a coffee in the sun. Because this wouldn't exist um, in the situation we're in, I think it's a good thing that the second hand shops are so popular right now. If people really understand that uh, we need to um, to buy less things mm-hmm. i I don't know um. It looks like it's it's fashionable now to buy second hand so much. So is it going to last or is it just 10 years and then there will be something else? Maybe people will just stop buying things overall. Mm-hmm. Or maybe after because it's it's kind of. Um, it, uh, way of living without taking more than what you need uh, maybe it's not that fun maybe after a global pandemic you want to have fun and buy new stuff because you're worth it i i don't know how people will react uh, in general we we shall see we shall meet in 5 years <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah let's see how, how it's going yeah.
2: <laughs> hopefully good yeah what do you think
3: yeah it's a hard question but I think it's positive in the way that maybe some people are replacing fast fashion with second hand shopping like for example um, in my case I think two years ago I started buying more and more secondhand and uh, I realized after six months I didn't buy any new things in fast fashion which I used to do before and I was proud of it I was like okay then maybe I have less impact on the environment so if people are replacing this with with secondhand then it could be a good thing but they need to be aware of still where the clothes come from and which impact it had to produce them Mm.
0: Mm. like it depends on the purpose behind it if it's just to buy more because you yeah. can get uh, more for less money, mm-hmm. yeah, or if it's thanks. because
2: yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, for a bigger reason. Yeah, but it yeah. looks like it's more and more people who, yeah, the, like secondhand is normalized mm-hmm. in a way. Yeah. Mm. But uh, yeah, about um, recycling. Um, Uh, I wanted to say that uh, we we don't things that are not uh, suitable to to be sold at the shop that has uh, I don't know a hole or that doesn't look good or not good but I mean really is not in a good shape uh, we send to recycling because we have uh, uh, it it's compulsory for us to take care of uh, what we can't sell. Uh, so we send it to a recycling unit. So um, every once every two week we have uh, people coming from a nearby uh, shop, and they have a truck and they take our textile to recycling, and so it goes to Germany, where uh, where it is recycled in in different ways. Uh, but some some part of clothes uh, fabric that we can't use Uh, we have a group that is called um, redesign and they redesign the clothes and repurpose them so it is what we call upcycling and so uh, right now in the shop you there is for example an exhibition you can also buy the product but uh, this group took um, ties and they made new things out of them, like little bags or uh, uh, things to put in the hair or so. So that's also upcycling is also something that we talk about and something that we use. And I think it's quite interesting.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think we really like that idea that uh, that we could also find this in the shop and it makes it extra, I think, special. And combining also more the social part with uh, sustainability and hmm. yeah Yeah,
2: it's a very nice group and right now they don't meet as they used to but uh, they used to meet once a week and have coffee together and show each other okay so i made three bags and next week next month should we take more fabric and focus on uh, uh, a special topic maybe our topic will be picnic at the beach so let's make Mm. things different Mm. different things and everyone has their own idea Mm. They make scrunchies or uh, you know mm. like bestseller forever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so so that's quite nice. And so everyone, depending also on their abilities or what they like doing or what they can, what they know, they can show each other and uh, and everyone can take part. Everyone can make yeah. bags and scrunchies. Yeah. <laughs> really so nice. Idea. That's quite inspiring. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Yeah.
1: There's also another question, Um, what would you like to see from the municipality of Kallstaad in terms of its behavior towards sustainability?
2: Yes, Um, where did you talk about this? Um, There are already some um, actions from the city of Kallstaad. And so we have a good dialogue with uh, people working in this area. And so they always include us whenever there is something. For example, there was um, a project called Smarta Kartan. And so it is uh, you can it is an app or it is a website. Hear me explaining like I'm old (laughs) (laughs) Um, and so you have. Uh, a list you have the map with uh hand shops antique shops um bike uh, repairing uh, shops also places where you can rent things and so recycling upcycling people selling clothes that they make themselves people who mend clothes so it was um Uh, a bank of information for everything that goes uh, towards sustainability so that was quite nice Um, and also um, what
1: did we do so you feel supported from the municipality
2: in a way or yeah because uh, I think they're really happy that the city center is uh, still alive (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and I know that they want to include and, and, and to include us in the sense that they want to include secondhand shops because they want to to work towards more sustainability in general. Um, yeah, they organize some some small project and so that that's nice. We had a meeting not so long ago with different people in in this in fashion. Uh, in fashion in, in sustainable fashion uh, for example we were with um, Sandra from from uh, it is a clothes library um, that is going online uh, 1st of May but right now she is still in Miti City and mm. so uh, it was people who gave or donated their clothes um, and uh, you pay a membership and then you can rent different pieces of clothing uh, five or six uh, and keep them and use them and and then change them when you want to Uh, and so we were talking the other day uh, thinking that it would be nice to have a kind of market with people who um, with locally produced things with secondhand shops with uh, her initiative as well and and that it would be nice Uh, so we shall see Wow, in that the sounds very really good. Yeah, yeah. We, we have a lot of ideas, actually, yeah. uh, how to come together and make the city center more alive also. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there is um, a place in Eskilstu now that is called Ritu Nagalerie, and it is a shopping mall that they switched to a second-hand shopping mall. Yeah. Uh, I don't yeah. know if you've we been...
3: wanted to visit it before leaving Sweden. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah
2: uh so it's it's quite nice all those little shops coming together so we we would love maybe to to have this kind of community in um within the city center not not maybe not in a in a shopping mall but maybe in a in a inside yard uh maybe we mm-hmm. could have a market a weekend or something where where we would talk to each other and be together so so
1: there are mm. a lot of opportunities for people here in Stata, Skystart to be active in sustainability.
2: There, there are, yeah. Yes, yeah, sounds like a lot of opportunities. <laughs> yeah.
1: So great. I think we are done. Yeah. I don't have any more questions. Yeah, me neither. neither. Thank you very much, Alice. Thank was you. was very interesting. Thanks a lot.
0: Thank you so much. Thank
1: you. Right, see you in the next episode.
3: See you in the next
0: episode. <laughs> bye. Bye, bye. Thank you all for listening to this episode of Acting for Sustainability. Sustainability. You can find us on LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, and also on our
3: webpage for more information. And we would love to hear from you for any suggestions and ideas.
1: So see you very, very soon. soon.